welcome to another Political Yeti's Political Politics podcast. I'm not James Miller, but I do know him well. I'm Josie, and today I'm joined by my dad, James Miller. Hello. Hello. And we're also joined uh, for this special podcast by uh, Sarah Champion. Hello. Uh, well, thanks for doing this. No You're problem. our first no, victim. Uh, you are Labour's Shadow Minister for Women and Equality. Exactly. And that's why it's really nice that Josie's leading this, because she is going to be, well... A woman. Ruling the world. Yes, she is going to be a woman. Very well spotted. And equal, hopefully. Uh, Josie, you're going to start us off with a question. Do you think you were named champion because you're good at something? (laughs) It's really interesting. I actually think, and I can't prove this, Josie, that um, my family were immigrants. Because quite often when people came into the country, they took a name that represented, you know, what they wanted to do. So I think my family, however many generations ago, came over from here and thought, right, we're going to be champions. Um, And I have to say, it's a tough name to live up to, but I do try. Yeah, there's a bit of nominative determinism there, isn't it? I suppose if you are champion, you've got to be... Well, it's uh, great for headlines as well. Well, that's true, yeah. (laughs) Um, Josie, you've got another question. Um, Has there been any arguments in the Labour Party? Loads! Loads, because what people don't understand is that uh, we're not all exactly the same. We all have different views, uh, we all have different opinions, they're all different things that we're passionate about. So just like in a family um, where you might argue if you're going to the zoo or going to the cinema on Sunday, we will argue about almost everything. And also what you need to remember is in our job we are paid to argue, so this comes very naturally to us. But like you and your family, if ever you have someone who's criticising your family, so if someone was mean to your dad, then you'd all stand next to him and go, he's my dad, and we all do the same on that. So when we get a real threat, we try and sort of stick together. Um, there's no arguments in our family. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what your family is like. There's there no are arguments, arguments in our party, but we all come together. Um, there's been lots of arguments over the summer. Uh, you've been in and out of the shadow cabinet. Yep. Um, are you happy with the situation now with Jeremy Corbyn? As leader? Uh, I think it's very, very clear that the members want him to be leader. Um, what I've seen is a real shift both in Jeremy and in the team around him. They are um, much more uh, sort of trying to reach out to everyone. They, they seem to be much more listening to everyone and trying to reflect that in what they're doing. Um, I think that they have, A, had their position reaffirmed, but B, they've been rattled by this and realised that they can't just sort of bulldoze ahead. They have to start listening much more. Are they? Are they actually reaching out to people, or is that you know a bit like nominative determinism? Is that because that's what you want to see? Only I'm hearing some people telling me things are worse than they were before, and some people like you yeah, telling yeah. me things are better than they were before. Is it? It has something changed, or are people just seeing what they want to um, see? It's all perspective because yeah. I'm on the inside, of course, yeah. aren't I? Um, I? It's really hard to tell. Uh, there will, you know, there's always going to be, you know. winners and losers and people take quite polarised positions depending on where they're at. Um, I am seeing, so for example the PMQs, I think that Jeremy is being much stronger on that and I'm seeing much more support from behind him. Um, But we haven't really had any big challenge yet which is going to open up if we have still got those gaps. Is he better or is 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 the opposition worse at PMQs? Surely that's that's what's changed, hasn't it? That May's actually (laughs) not much good at PMQs. Uh, yeah, well, I, I find it quite... I had a, a freaky moment when I discovered that um, T 
TM was the reverse of MT, and I think she's channeling Maggie. I mean, she oh. <laughs> the, sort of the gurning that she's doing, the, the meanness, because when I was in the Home Affairs team, I always found her very measured, really good on the dispatch mm. box, and, and I, I don't know who's advising her and mm. why she's doing this, but I, I, don't, I don't think it, it plays to her strengths, which is she is a very thoughtful, intelligent woman. So I, I think that... Jeremy, let's be honest about it, all summer has been debating, so, you know, one Two, learns yes. from that, yeah. um, and it's refined his views on things. The team around him have had, you know, six months, three months to refine their views. I don't know, let's mm. see. Um, it's a low base to see if one's got better or everyone's got worse, though. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? it has, he's, he's, <laughs> I, was, I, I don't know, it's hard to tell, because you're measuring him yeah. against something else and it's now. early. It looks to me like he's similar but it's come down but because okay. you're measuring them against something else so actually it's harder yeah, yeah. To, to, to compare um, I do have a Jeremy Corbyn jingle should we play the Jeremy Corbyn jingle or should we not yeah not many people <laughs> like my Jeremy Corbyn jingle oh, you God. wanted to oh, you shall, a bit of it. shall I find it and you yeah. can ask your okay, Jeremy you Corbyn your question, question. you're going to ask about Jeremy Corbyn right um, now yeah I was going to ask um, a lot of people are saying that they don't like him very much mm. but um if people don't like him, then why is it when people go up to him and say, I'm better than you, I'm going to get these votes, how does he win when people, people, lots of people are saying he's bad, but then how is he winning the votes? Well, I think that is a very, very good question, Josie, and you're absolutely right. Um, it depends who you listen to. Mm. And what we have are um, people with loud voices who write for newspapers or who are on television. And so we assume that that's what everyone thinks. But you're absolutely right. I mean, lots and lots and lots of people vote for him. The problem that we've got is he's had 600,000 people vote for him, which is a massive amount. But for us to win a general election, we'd mm. need... I don't know how many thousand, 20 million people to vote for him. So that's where we've got to start stepping up. Um, no, I think people on television and writing newspapers should be listened to. They're always right. Always they're, right. They're, they should be, they're, they're, they are very wise. Um, and that's why they make stupid little jingles. Like, so you want to play this one? This is not, this one doesn't, this is not one of my better ads. Do it, do Have you not? Okay. I hope this is right. He's weird. He's got a beard. He's make him weird. How long? Till he disappears. See, that, that, that is the, the. So, this is one of these um, sophisticated journalists that should be listened yeah, to that made that, yeah, is it? Actually, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Well, there's a serious point there. A, there's a he has got a beard. You've got a beard. Rock, and that doesn't make him weird, as the man in the background said. Uh, there's the prog rock wig out at the end there. Okay, yeah, no, I can see that. Beardy wig, yeah, yeah, man yeah. from the 70s. Um, That's just your opinion, though. Exactly, thank That's you. True. Wait, watch it, you. We'll get right back on. Um, but the point of that jingle is how long till he's disappeared? How long has he got? Is he, gonna make, is he now safe till the next general election? Yeah, I would think so. And when is that general election going to be? Well, that's the big question. Um, I, I don't know because Theresa May's changed. Um, I, I would have said that uh, she's a woman that looks at sort of stats and data and makes measured decisions, so I would have said mm. she'd let it run. Now she seems to be. Um, well, just pandering to whoever's screaming loudest. So, mm. yeah, I mean, there could well be one in a few months' time. Uh, Josie, what do you think? You said yes. Um, I don't know when there'll be one because David Cameron went just after one. Yeah. So it might the election might come a bit late. Yeah. Because mm. it's like having um, two elections, like what, like because um, there was a David Cameron one, but mm. that came early, mm. so it will take longer to get the next one. Yeah, and also, I mean, they, they will have to get legislation through Parliament, so all of that is going to take time. It's not going to be something they can just 
magically whisk forward. And mm. the other sort of big yes, thing that true. I think that we need to be mindful of is the boundary reviews. Um, I think from a Theresa May point of view, she might want to see where that goes before she makes a decision what happens next. It's not going to happen, is it? I, I hope not. I mean, I, I, you know, two million people haven't even been put into the figures, so I, I hope it. not. Nobody wants it. Uh, you know, she's got a slim majority. Yeah. And there's enough Tories that will say we don't fancy yeah, this yeah. for one reason or another. Yeah, yeah. I can't see it. I mean, I sort of can't see how it's not going to happen, but I also can't see how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's some top quality analysis. For <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think it's the 18th or 19th of November uh, we're putting forward a uh, um, uh, backbend, uh, private member's bill. Oh, yeah. To try and kick it out at that point. Yeah. Oh, let's not get into private member's bills. Okay. I've had some... Uh, Fun and games of that recently with John Nicholson's private I know. bill. It didn't apply in Scotland. I know. What's he doing bringing forward a bill that doesn't apply in because Scotland? Because it's the right thing to do. Surely but he could also, do something that would be good well, for his constituents. But the, I mean, I'm not I, disagreeing I, that this is the trouble with criticising it. Is yeah, I'm not yeah, criticising the, the, no, 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 the, the sentiment behind the bill. Um, what's he doing bringing it forward? I, the, the problem was from talking to him that uh, he basically got done over by the Tories. Um, and just, he said he took it on because the Tories told him no tricks and you yeah. know why didn't you take it on? Yeah. So he, what he said was he took on a Tory measure that doesn't apply in Scotland. He's from the SNP. I was, but, but it's very hard to criticise. Sometimes you have to do the, the, the right thing rather than the political thing, and I think that's where his heart was. Oh, all right. Let's not. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not convinced. Over at this point. Yeah, I know you don't know what we're talking <laughs> about. Um, I mentioned you've been in and out of the, the shadow cabinet. This, this you know, a bit of hokey cokey summer. You were yeah. out and then in, and then presumably you were technically out in the reshuffle before coming back in and your new job. Were you, I don't know. Uh, just no, makes was, it better for the hokey cokey analogy if we say uh, that you were technically out for a few minutes, even no, no, hours. No, no. I was. I was. I, I stepped down um, after the vote um, yes. of no confidence. Uh, three weeks later, I went back again, uh, just because I thought. The leadership election has been called. Uh, we now yeah. need to have some mechanism of holding the government to account. Mm. Um, and then uh, I wasn't in cabinet before, so then I yes, came into good. cabinet. So yeah. I was I was in, out, in, in a bit more. Fair enough. Which is not as good a rhythm, but that's not exactly what I think. Well, no, it'd be a bad hokey cokey. <laughs> that's true. Fair enough. <laughs> um, anyway, you want to ask about where where um, Sarah's now? Are you happy with your job just now? I love it. Do you know, it's the, I've been here for nearly four years, and for all of those four years, I've been here because I take my job seriously, and now is the first time that I'm enjoying my job, and I'm loving it, because I just feel that I can make such a huge difference, because I really care that everybody is treated fairly, and I really, really, really hope that in this job I can do that, and for me, it's not just about, it's about making sure that the Labour Party treats everybody fairly, mm. as well as it is making sure the country looks after everyone. So yeah, I'm loving it, thank you. Mm. How can you make a difference? You haven't got any power. No the power. trouble with being an opposition. No power. Well, I mean, well, I can definitely make a difference within the Labour Party. Okay, so yeah. um, yesterday, we were looking at um, sort of conference and how to get uh, women's voices heard more, so I can make a difference mm. there. I can make a difference in things like uh, we've got the mayoral elections coming up, so I want to make sure that... The man mayoral elections. Exactly. <laughs> well done, Labour Party. Exactly, yeah, so I want to be challenging that. Um, and then I just think um, you can 
just, just as an individual make small differences. So, you know, I meet with a lot of girls and try and encourage them to reach their potential. Mm. Uh, I'm going to be launching my Dare to Care action plan to try and prevent child abuse and violence in teenage relationships. Mm -hmm. And the, the biggest way to sort of prevent child abuse is make sure everyone knows about it mm -hmm. and knows how to report it uh, so that they can, they can see it and stop it before it sort of escalates. Mm -hmm. So if I can get, you know, talking to you, some people listening to it might think, oh, okay, because one of the things, for example, uh, gaming, a lot of children are now being groomed when they're playing their online games, and a lot of parents don't even know that. Mm -hmm. So if one parent thinks, oh, okay, maybe I'll just check who my friend's talking to, um, to who my son's talking to, mm -hmm. that'll make a difference. Mm -hmm. And it might only be one by one, but I'm happy with that. Yeah, okay. What is Dare to Care, exactly? I love your questions. <laughs> Can you come every time? <laughs> um, basically, I have uh, found out that a lot of children are vulnerable to bad people. And if you know about it, you can see that they're, they're being mean to you, and you can go, no, stop, I don't like that. And you can run to your dad and tell your dad to do something about it. But what I found by talking to both children and talking to adults, um, they didn't know that the person was bad, they just trusted them and believed them. So what I'm trying to do is make sure that all children know how to look after themselves, make sure that all adults know how to look after children so that you're better protected. That's what it is, basically. And that's um, one of the things. I don't know, have you got, have you got an iPad? Yeah. Okay, because on an iPad, that means that you can talk to anyone anywhere in the world. So, and most people are lovely, and that's a fab thing, but some people are mean, so I want you to know how to spot the mean ones. Mm. That's what Dare to Care is. Um, what is it in, uh, you know, um, concrete terms, as it were? Is it simply... <laughs> in concrete I mean, terms. you know, is it simply about raising awareness and, and a campaign, and it's got a nice rhyming title, um, which is good, which is... We like that. ...year catching or eye-catching, exactly. whatever. You could do a jingle. Um, yes, that's true. Um, what it actually is, is uh, pushing the government hard right. to make sure that every child, as soon as they get to primary school age, whether they're homeschooled in an academy, in a free school, um, gets an awareness training. So I'm calling it uh, resilience and relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's about teaching children to respect themselves and respect others. Mm -hmm. um, it's not teaching children about sex. It's mm -hmm. teaching children about how to you know, look after themselves, basically. So that's the main ask. And then a big public awareness campaign. And oh. to be quite honest, we're failing at the moment by not doing that, and it's estimated three billion a year is being spent by the police on investigating child abuse claims. Is it going well? That was my question. It's going really well. In fact, at the end of this interview, we'll open the box and I've got the, the actual physical plans back from the printer, which is really exciting, so you can be the very first people to see it. But, <laughs> I mean, it sounds good. It sounds self-evidently a good idea. It's and not a hugely expensive idea. idea. But you and I know this government, or certainly David Cameron's government, yep. were not keen on the idea yep. of compulsory SRE it's for mad. some reason. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know exactly why. Well, I, I kind of have an idea why it's all to do with choice and this sort of uh, stuff, I think, isn't it? I, but what I don't know, you tell me why don't they. Well, right, I, but, so I, what is the problem? I don't know. I can't I, exactly understand I actually, what their problem is. I think is. that David Cameron was the problem. 
because I, okay. I scaled it all the way up. You had the, um, Nicky Morgan was very pro. Mm. Theresa May had no issue with it, but it stopped when it got to number 10. Mm. And what we were um, told was it, it was at the door of number 10 personally, and it was never refuted when that information went into the public domain. So now you've got a Minister of Education, uh, Justin Greening, who has campaigned on it. Mm. Um, you've now got the Home Affairs Secretary, Amber Rudd, who's campaigned on it, and Theresa May, who I don't think would stop it. So I, I think we have an opportunity now. You've also got an Education Secretary who said um, grammar schools aren't a very good idea, and now apparently she's going to pilot them through, unfortunately. <laughs> Mad. Mad. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's not an expensive thing think, to do, right? But I've, from reading the interviews she did around grammar schools, mm. she kept on referring to SRE, yeah. so um, Sex and Relationship Education. Part of I think that's her stop. Okay. Yeah, I, I think, think that's she what said it is. Um, that they're going to help the people that give results in school. They're going to help them to get a better school to do when they're older. Yeah. yeah. I think, but I think you should. They should be helping people that aren't that are struggling a yeah. bit, so that they can get better. Exactly. Because the people that are doing well. Then, if they're doing well, they should do. They'll well do well the anywhere. School. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I agree. You're not a fan of grammar schools, are you, Jeff? No, <laughs> no. And and I agree. And and also, it, it's it's all focused on academic stuff. Mm. And some people. So a friend of mine, he um, is a blacksmith. He puts shoes on on horses. And he couldn't read or write until he was 36. But he is a brilliant blacksmith and makes a really good living. But at school, he was in the bottom class all the time. So he would have been seen as a failure and wouldn't be allowed to go to grammar school, so wouldn't be able to get the better education. And that's not fair. Wait, a blacksmith? <laughs> do you get blacksmiths anymore? Do you get yeah. people? Of course you get blacksmiths. What's the bad about being black? Exactly. Horse, horse. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I, didn't exactly. mean, I thought blacksmiths died out with the Victorians or something. <laughs> <laughs> we need to choose the horses and we choose them. Exactly. Well, I suppose that's exactly. true. But, God, You're I'm, not going to win on this one. No, you know? I'm sorry. I I'd really thought about it. Where? What in Rotherham? But he couldn't even people ride yeah, horses yeah, in Rotherham. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he couldn't even work in Sainsbury's because he couldn't stack the shelves because he couldn't sort of. He could tell by the pictures, yeah. but he couldn't tell by the wording. Man, I want to go to Rotherham now. There's people <laughs> stuck around on horses all the time. It sounds fascinating. It's like going to Middle Earth or something. <laughs> um, You've been in London too long. Haven't well, you? that's true. Yeah. Well, indeed. Metropolitan elites. One of those people that Theresa May says are awful. I've seen horses riding around in the park. Yeah. Well, that's true. I've yeah. seen loads. Yeah, yeah all right. I suppose they must get yeah, they must get their shoes from somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yes. Horses have shoes. Yeah. Yes. All right. More fool me. We have shoes. Yeah. Uh, it's true. So horses are allowed to have shoes. This is true. Yeah. All right. We've settled. We're all agreed on that <laughs> on the issue of horses and their shoes. Um, do you want to ask anything else, Josie? Um, are you done? Don't think so. No, we've been. Okay, honest. I'm going to ask you something. Yeah. Uh, today, mm-hmm. some figures came out that show that. Girls, women, when they're working, get paid less than men. Well, that's when not do- fair. Exactly. You shouldn't, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, so don't judge a person by who they are. Exactly. So yeah. it's wrong, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got a long way to go on that one, We've we? got a really, yeah, really long way to go. And it's not just, um, it's now uh, sort of, it's dropped from 19% less to 18% less, which, you know, is a drop, but whoopee. Yeah. So, um, you know... Okay. 18p less for every pound but it's also about valuing jobs because a lot of the jobs that women go into uh, mm. are seen as lesser work they're women's work so they shouldn't be paid as much but um that's something that we really need to challenge mm-hmm. yes I've, I've blogged on this Good. from my experience as a uh, sort of part-time stay-at-home dad yeah it's, it's all very well me 
looking after my son and being out there and seen as a carer. Mm. But when I, everywhere I take him, mm. to the cafes, mm. to the uh, uh, soft plays, to the swimming pool, all the people behind the desk doing the low-status jobs are women. Exactly. You know, never mind the mums and dads, there's exactly. also that as well. We're always on about this. Like you're up against society, so, uh, you know, there's no shame in trying to tackle it no, in exactly. your own house. Exactly. People that go, you know... But that's it, you uh, do things... You can't, you can't beat it. Like, exactly. Well, you can you do can. your own little bit. And but you ask me what I can do, and, yeah. and, it, and it is one person at a time, and, and that's what, you know, if everybody did that. And I just think, I was coming into work today, and I just smiled at someone, and their face lit up. And it's just silly things. It's just being nice to people, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it is nice to be, nice. be excellent to one another. Yeah, that is we'll always do that. Bill and Ted should be, uh, you know, there's a lot of wisdom in <laughs> exactly. the Bill and Ted movies. Exactly. Be excellent to one each other and each mm-hmm. one another. It's a good way to live. Um, okay, listen, uh, we'll we'll wind it up there. Oh, sorry, what? You're making a noise like you've got something uh, to say. I guess. can't remember now. Oh. Okay, so next annoyed. time. Oh wait, uh, do you know who's do it, who's making um, women get paid less? That is really big and complex question. Um, there's, there's two answers to that. One, uh, the businesses are choosing to pay women less, but two, the government isn't making them pay women the same. Exactly. Your generation's not going to stand for it. Exactly. I mean, trouble is our generation said that and it's still yeah. happening. But, yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> one day we'll get there. Uh, we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. It's going to take a long time, but let's, let's uh, you know, accentuate the positive, exactly. which is we are moving in the right Slowly, slowly, exactly. Um, okay, listen, uh, I will say um, thank you to, very thank you very much to Sarah Champion for coming on this Welcome. first uh, doubleheader podcast. Thank you to my co-host Josie. Um, if you want to get in touch, I am uh, at Political Yeti on Twitter or I am Political Yeti at gmail.com. If you want to give me money to sponsor this podcast, and who wouldn't after this uh, <laughs> unique experience, uh, get in touch the same way. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening and get in, tu- uh, get in touch. Listen next week for another uh, of Political Yeti's Politics Podcast. Thank you.